Happy Wednesday, guys, and welcome back to the Gospel and Love podcast. Um, today we have another special guest, and this special guest means everything to me, and I love her with all of my heart, and she's my mama. Um, so my mom, Dr. Michelle White, she is going to be giving a short little devotional today. And when I say short, I mean probably like 15 minutes, but um, my mom... She's absolutely amazing. She is honestly the kindest person you're probably going to meet. Sometimes she's so nice and so calm that it's kind of creepy. Um, She's the most selfless person you're also going to meet. She always puts others' needs before hers. She's the most caring person ever. And when I say caring, she doesn't just... Uh, show that she cares about others to make herself look good. She genuinely cares about the well-being of others. And I just think that's so beautiful. And I look up to my mom so much and I strive to be more like her every single day. But my mom, she wears so many different hats. She's a mother. She's a psychologist. She's owned several businesses. But I feel like the one she's most proud of is being a follower of Jesus Christ. And being able to grow in her relationship with Jesus Christ is her number one priority. And also being able to encourage others to make Jesus Christ their priority and helping others stay Christ-focused is also something that she loves to do and something that brings her so much joy. And so before we get into uh, today's episode, I wanted to say that she also has a podcast and she's been doing her podcast forever. So you need to go check it out. It is titled Growing Together in Christ, and it's available on all the same platforms that mine is available on. And each week, every single Friday, um, she posts, and she just gives words of encouragement. She shares a short devotional. So I really encourage you to go over there and listen to her. You can listen on Apple, Anchor, uh, Spotify, on literally everything. But yeah, so today my mom is going to speak. And I hope you all enjoy it. I hope you all are able to learn something new and really meditate on the words that she is saying. Okay, let's get into it. Our church has a daily prayer line, which is amazing. And every day, the leaders of the church take turns with prayer. So last Friday evening is my day to pray. And I said a phrase a couple of times during the prayer that started conversation. I kept saying, Lord, let us slow down and let our praise marinate. I said it a couple of times. And the fact that I did, someone approached me and asked me, what do you mean by let your praise marinate and as I was even ending the call I heard a couple of people even say I'm gonna let my praise marinate so something resonated with them about that so I went on to have the conversation with this person about what does it mean to let your praise marinate and what did I mean in that moment So for all of you meat eaters, I'm a vegetarian, so you know I love you if I'm going to bring to you an example using meat. For all you meat eaters, you remember how when you want to marinate a piece of meat, what do you do? 
you take spices, you take um, different types of uh, liquids, whether it is um, Worcester sauce, A1 steak sauce, or whatever liquid that you want. Most often what I've seen on cooking shows is they'll take that meat, put it in a bag, and then they will douse it with whatever it is and they let the seasoning and the liquid flavorings just seep in. They let it just sit there because what happens in that process is as it sits, the flavors just kind of go all throughout so that whenever someone is ready to cook it and they taste it, they're able to taste all the different layers of flavor that have been cooked in to that process of being marinated. So I look at our praise in the same way. I never want to be one of the nine lepers that got healed and then didn't come back to say thank you. So quick we are as humans as we pray for something and God answers that prayer and we say, oh, thank you, Lord. Now on to something else. Or we pray for someone's healing or we pray for someone's child or we pray for someone and you can fill in the blank for whatever you've been praying. And then you hear back from that person or you hear back from a friend that your prayer or the collective prayers of the righteous have been heard. And then we just kind of do a quick, oh, hallelujah. Now let's move on. What was on TV or what's my next issue or what do I need next? I don't want us to do that. I want us to truly, as the Psalms say, taste and see, taste and see that the Lord is good. And that tasting is that same process that I said, let your praise marinate. Because what happens when you let your praise sit, soak, season, suck up all that stuff that you are praising God, you are saying his name back to him, you are revering him, you are talking about how much you love him, you are truly tasting the goodness of God and you are truly worshiping him and you are giving all the praise, all the glory, all the honor back to him that is due only to him. It's almost like a pushing a restart button that you're praying and then he answers and then you, hallelujah, take a moment to let that praise just sit so you can enjoy the fullness of who he is. And then after your praise fest, you kind of hit that button of like, okay, now let me go back to the beginning and praise him again. Let me just keep on praising him because he is that good but sometimes we forget how good he is when we skip over the process of letting our praise marinate the main reason that I kept saying it last week is because one of my really good friends her name is Terry she was on a ventilator due to COVID-19 and she came off the ventilator after a long period of time and she is home right now with her husband hallelujah i had to stop on that day and just praise god and lift his name up 
Because yes, God used doctors. Yes, God used nurses. Yes, God used the prayers of the righteous who truly were praying. But in the end, it was God. Totally, totally, 100% God. And so as I prayed last week, I had to say, Lord, let's just stop. Father, I just want to stop. I want my praise, my individual praise to you to stop. And I want to let that just sit and soak up the goodness of who you are. Do you know what that did? Because I am giving him praise back, it accomplishes a couple of things. The first one, it allows me to know without a shadow of a doubt where my dependence lies. I'm not dependent upon the doctor. I'm not dependent upon the nursing staff, although I'm grateful, but I'm dependent upon the one who allowed my friend to come off the ventilator. I'm grateful for the doctor, Jehovah Rapha, that first doctor. That's who I'm grateful grateful and my praise just goes to him so I understand that my dependency then is upon the great physician God then I recognize that as my praise goes out to a holy God guess who hears that when I do it corporately many people you're hearing it. You're hearing me tell her story again. You're hearing me talk about the goodness of God. So what do you think the benefit of that is? Others will then begin to ask the question, if he could do it for her, then maybe he can do it for him and maybe he can do it for me. So maybe I need to trust and maybe I need to put my dependency upon God. Also, it brings us into continual fellowship to worship. Right now, we're having church in our homes, which is such a beautiful picture. Remember I said a few weeks back about the early church and being in the homes and how beautiful God has broken the chains of a building and reminded us that church is not the building, but it's his people. And as we can praise his name and thank him, like that one leper that went back and thank you, Lord, our praise becomes a beautiful worship. It kind of reminds me of what's going to happen in heaven when the angels and we're going to be singing, holy, holy, holy. It's a continual praise of worship and using our taste and see don't you know that's going to bring a sweet aroma to the nostrils of God? We as Christians have to slow down. I praise God that during this pandemic, he has slowed so many of us down. We're not running to basketball games and soccer practices and after school activities and karate uh, matches or out with our friends. But this is a time that God has shut us down and allowed us to see his hand. There are examples, trust me, every day, every single morning, even if you are listening to this video and you're saying, Dr. White, you don't understand because I have lost so many people to this COVID-19. 
then my response to you is you are still here to praise God's name for taking a breath that the others that you loved couldn't take today. That is enough to praise him in that moment. I sympathize and empathize with the pain that so many of my Christian brothers and sisters are going through right now because I have friends that have lost mothers, grandparents, sisters, dear friends. And for me to sit here and say praise seems kind of counterintuitive, but isn't that what we're supposed to do even when it doesn't look like it's praiseworthy? Even when the pain is so deep and the pain is so hard that we just want to cry out and maybe it's not even the pain of death. Maybe you're listening and you're watching this and you've lost your job and you can't provide for your family. Or maybe you're watching this and you're going through a very difficult pregnancy amidst this pandemic. Or maybe you're having problems with your child or marital problems right now. So many people are experiencing pain other than just death. And I'm saying to you, in this moment, there's still room for praise. There's still room to lift your hands and say hallelujah. Hallelujah. And let that praise just marinate. So what does that mean? If I am that person that's experiencing all this pain, that I find that one thing as I close my eyes and I envision tasting and seeing that the Lord is good because his word says so in Psalm. And that was David talking about how we can praise him in all things, even when they're bad. As I think about those things, I'm going to find that one thing in that moment that I can praise him for. I woke up. I took a breath. I looked around my house and I saw my husband. I saw my children. I turned my TV on and I had power. I opened my refrigerator and though it may not be stocked with everything that I wanted, it was stocked with what I needed. And then I'm going to stop and I'm going to let that marinate. Because in that moment, that's how much I need to digest. Because after that moment, after I digest that, after I let that marinate, guess what's going to happen? After I open my eyes and I realize that I've just praised the very God who has given me those things. When I look around, my eyes are going to see things totally different. I'm going to see death different. I'm going to see hurt different. I'm going to see pain different. I'm going to see everything differently because now that my praise has marinated, it has set my mind straight and it's allowed me now to see the world the way God had intended me to see it and to react and be in it the way that God intends me to be in it. Because something happens with that meat Sometimes it kind of changes color. It sometimes kind of changes uh, the form a little bit. And then when you put it on that grill, you start to have that aroma come out. Now, I told you I'm a vegetarian, so the aroma's not that great to me, but I'm sure it's great to you. You have that aroma come out. You see the seasonings just working. That's that whole process of letting it marinate from the beginning to the end. Your praise does the same thing. When you let it marinate from the beginning to the end, 
I believe without a shadow of a doubt that you will see God's hand. You will see his hand just touching. You will see God's hand just in it all. And isn't that an absolute beautiful picture? So today, I'm encouraging you, let your praise marinate. Until next time.